0: Welcome listeners to the Radical Life Support podcast series on the ABCs of the Attributes of God. We're so glad you're joining us today. If you hear birds in the background, that's because we are recording this from our property in Minnesota. As always, let's start with our quote from A.W. Tozier. what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Studying the Attributes of God radically changed my view of God. It corrected some misunderstandings I had about God and how He works. I pray this study is changing and expanding your view of God, too. It is critically important that you and I get it right. Today we're going to talk about the letter O. God is omnipresent. Omnipresent means all present, always present, present everywhere, at the same time. The word present means a period of time now occurring. It means currently here, Currently close to, currently next to. The prefix omni is Latin, and it makes it universal, meaning in all ways or places, not just a certain period of time. God is everywhere here, close to everything, next to everyone, all the time. That God is omnipresent is an attribute or facet of his total nature, and it relates to all of his other attributes. So if God is infinite, let's say, meaning that his being knows no limits, then his presence is not limited. If he's good and loving, then his presence is good and loving. His presence is also eternal, so he will be with us forever. His good and infinite presence surrounds our finite created world. It surrounds us and contains it and holds it all together. If you can understand this divine truth about God, that will have an impact on how you live and think about yourself and how you think about God. It begins with faith in believing that there is a God. Hebrews 11:6 states that anyone who comes to God must believe that He exists. So you start there. God exists. God is present with you, near you, and next to you. Here you are, in this big universe, and the God who created it all is right by your side. He created you. He sees you and knows you through and through. This continued presence shows He places a supreme value on your life. It is a very personal presence. God is present everywhere in all the universe, at all times, in the totality of his character. He isn't partially over in one place and another part of him somewhere else. His complete presence is with every individual in continual full capacity. That just blows my mind. But that's who our God is. So now let's get right into it and reveal how God is omnipresent through the Word, through creation, through Jesus, and in our hearts. How does God reveal himself as omnipresent through the Word? There are many clear references in the Bible about God's divine omnipresence. Proverbs 15.3 The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. Jeremiah 23.24 Am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Can anyone hide in secret places so that I cannot see him? Do I not fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord? If God is always with you, then he knows all that you do. You can hide from others, but not from God. Think of Jonah who tried to flee from God and found himself in the belly of a whale. All secret sins are exposed in the presence of a holy God. But do you know what Jonah did in the whale? It says he prayed to God. Even in his disobedience... Jonah knew God was nearby. In Deuteronomy 4-7, it says what other nation is so great as to have their gods near them the way the Lord our God is near us whenever we pray to Him? The Israelites always had access to God in prayer and so do we today. In prayer is one of the best ways to experience God's presence. You can talk to Him absolutely anytime in any situation. He hears your prayers. James 5-3 says, Is any one of you in trouble? he should pray. Pray is communion with God, and he wants to communicate with you. Second Chronicles 16.9 says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. God does not place you on this earth to fend for yourself. He is always there for you just for the asking, especially for those who are his own, who are believers of his Son, Jesus Christ. It is very comforting to missionaries, for example, that wherever they go in the world, he is there. You know, he's not just in the United States. I think we forget that sometimes. Psalms 139, 7-9 says, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. There is no place where you can escape from the presence of God, not in heaven, earth, or hell. If you feel alone, God's word assures us that God is near to those who have a broken heart and saves those with a contrite spirit. Tangible signs of his presence as shown in the Bible include The Lord's presence was symbolized by the tabernacle in the center of the camp. And when the pillar of cloud hovered over the tabernacle, that meant that God was present. In Daniel, when his three friends were in the fiery furnace, there was a fourth person present with them. Paul stated at one point that everyone had left him, but he said that he wasn't alone. God was with him in his trial. Many believers can state that they have felt a tangible peace in their life that can only be the presence of God. And of course, when the Holy Spirit comes into your heart... God's supernatural spirit is with you wherever you go, whispering in your ear, This is the way. Walk in it. Other aspects of God's presence found in the Word include, Out of the brightness of His presence, bolt of lightning blaze forth. The earth tremble at His presence. You have set your iniquities before you, our secret sins, in the light of your presence. Because of our guilt, not one of us can stand in your presence. Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence. You will fill me with joy in your presence. You have made me glad with the joy of your presence. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them. In your dwelling, you keep them safe. We can set our hearts at rest in his presence. Did you notice the contrast in these verses? On one hand, those with hard hearts towards God should tremble in his presence, for their sin and guilt will be judged. On the other hand, those with a contrite heart can be assured of being embraced by His loving presence. God is both. He is holy and He abhors sins. Yet He is love and He will forgive all who come to Him in repentance. His presence can either be a terrible thing for you or a wonderful thing for you. How does God reveal Himself as omnipresent through creation? God created the earth and the heavens, and his presence is everywhere you look. I want to distinguish that he isn't like Star Wars, where he might be represented like the Force will be with you. The Force described in Star Wars is limited in scope. It appears to say that there is a good and a bad Force, possibly indicating that Satan might be equal to God in some fashion. But God is superior and quite separate from Satan. Satan is not all-knowing, not all-present, and not all-powerful. Satan wanted to be like God and that was his undoing. God is also not like some religions where they think nature is God and God is in nature. They go looking for God in the trees and tap on stones to see if God is there. In many religions you see people ringing bells to call on their little g-gods or to wake them up from their slumber. These are people searching for their little G-gods in all the wrong places, not realizing that the one and only big G-god is instantly available, present, and free-flowing at all times and in all places of the universe. He does not slumber, and he is not confined to a man-made structure or temple or an idol or any natural or inanimate object. God isn't a part of creation, nor is he creation itself. He's entrenched or ingrained in His creation. He is basically a consuming presence. God says in Numbers 14.21, Nevertheless, as surely as I live and as surely as the glory of the Lord fills the whole earth. I think of it like air itself that fills every space. And think of the heavens. There is no place beyond God for anything to be. There is no beyond God. Dozier says, God is our environment, as the sea is to the fish and the air to the bird. And Tozier also quotes Hildebert of Lavarden, who says, God is over all things, under all things, outside all, within but not enclosed, without but not excluded, above but not raised up, below but not depressed, wholly above presiding, wholly beneath sustaining Holy within, fulfilling. I think that about covers it all. But many people still ask the question, where is God? Well, he's here. He's everywhere. He's never far off. We are the ones who try to distance ourselves from him to no avail. He especially makes his presence known to those who love him. But he also makes his presence known to unbelievers so that they will know him, so they will know he's real and turn their hearts to him. Everything he does when showing his presence is to proclaim who he is, and that he is real, and out of his love, he desires to draw men and women to himself. Another question many ask is, did the universe and the world begin on its own? Is it currently running on its own, and will it end on its own? Or is there an unseen power that created it, holds it all together, and oversees its existence? Believers go to God's word for the answer, which says that through God we live and move and have our being. God said it and we believe it. Apart from God, the world is meaningless and our lives are meaningless. But because God inhabits the world he created, he brings meaning to the existence of all things great and small. He brings hope into the reason for our very existence. Believers see that our lives have purpose and a special placement in God's plan. An omnipresent God is near us and next to us, showing us how we fit into that divine plan. What joy and peace that brings into a person's heart, that the Creator of the universe wants to fill us with His presence. How does God reveal Himself as omnipresent through Jesus Christ? The Bible says that God didn't create the world alone. He made it with the capital W Word, who is the second person of the Godhead, Jesus Christ. John 1.3 says, Through Him, Jesus the Word, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. Jesus was present in the world, too, even before He became human. And I think it's appropriate to mention also that the Spirit, capital S, hovered over the waters so the entire Godhead was present during creation. When Jesus was on earth, He was called Emmanuel, God with us. The physical presence of God made manifest. In Jesus' presence, his power was revealed. People were healed, demons fled, storms obeyed his command. Jesus couldn't be everywhere at once in human form, so after his death and resurrection, he said that he must leave and return to heaven so that the Holy Spirit's presence would come and live in all believers. It is an even more personal indwelling presence. If we yield to the Holy Spirit's guidance, he will direct and guide us into all truth. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will be with us forever. Before Jesus left the earth, though, he also made some beautiful promises, such as in Matthew 28.20, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And in Matthew 18.20, he says, For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. So even today, Jesus promises his presence to be with us in our midst. We previously said that God fills all the earth. But in Ephesians 1, 22 and 23, it also says of Jesus, And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, and the fullness of him who fills everything and every way. The Bible says God is spirit. Philippians one nineteen mentions the spirit of Jesus Christ, and we have the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. So, spirit is what is able to come and fill and consume this world with God's presence, and that's how our Godhead can be everywhere at all times. But the most significant thing about Jesus in regards to the omnipresence of the Godhead is how the life that Jesus lived on the earth, the death he died, and the resurrection of his body fulfilled all of God's requirements. And because he filled all of God's requirements, believers can now stand in the presence of God for eternity. First Thessalonians 3.13 says, May he, Jesus, strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God our Father when our Lord Jesus Christ comes with all his holy ones. Second Thessalonians 1.9 He will punish those who do not know God and who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power. Jude 24 and 25 says, To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Without Jesus washing away all our sins and cleansing us completely by his blood, we would not be able to reside and be present in holy heaven with the holy God Almighty. How does God reveal himself as omnipresent into your heart? Believing that God is omnipresent is truly one of the most important things about you. Everyone goes through hard times. You cannot avoid it. If you have this truth in place, that knowing that God is present and with you through all circumstances and situations, you will know that God is with you in the good and the bad, easy and hard times, in oppression and in freedom, in joy and sorrow and then it will bring you great comfort and steadfast assurance in all the varied experiences of this life. You can feel crushed, as Paul said he did on many occasions, but he never felt abandoned. One of the key things to learn to do is to practice the presence of God. In a book of the same title written in the 1600s, Brother Lawrence basically states that we need to practice talking to God all day long, including God, in all of our daily worldly activities. No topic is too small to talk to God about, and you can repeat a matter over and over again. You can express as much emotion as you like. God's love for you is patient and kind. He's a great listener. He is already present anyway, so why not talk to Him? He's always waiting and longing to be in conversation with you. Practicing his presence will help you to realize his presence more and recognize his presence. Seek his presence and you will find him. Be persistent and consistent in talking with him. It may seem weird at first, but do it anyway and see what happens. You will find the best companion to go through life with. When others leave, he's still there. He's faithful. Through this practice, you will find him very real and present. A conversation means to take time to listen, too, and we will talk more about that in our episode on God is Quiet. If you practice His presence in the good times, you will be so glad you did when the bad times come, because you will already know that God is near and with you and readily present, and you won't have to struggle with that part. We are not promised a trouble-free life where we'll be happy all the time. So when you are in sorrowful times, trying times, anxious times, fearful times, or even in times people call dry periods where God doesn't seem to be close, you must continue to talk to God. He actually is close even though you might not feel it. And you can be honest with God about your feelings. He is close to you and he knows you better than you know yourself. Nothing you say will surprise him. I know many people who visualize themselves in God's lap with his arms around him. And it's a picture of when you are in pain, possibly filled with fears or tears, yet in the absolute, safe, loving presence of God. You know in His presence that all will be well. It's a place of healing. It's a place that calms our fears. And it is where you will find emotional and mental peace. So I want to encourage you to practice the presence of God. Read God's Word. Pray and talk to Him. Listen for His voice. Determine to surrender to Him and bring all things of your life into the light of His presence. When you bring your doubts, your fears, your questions, and your behaviors into the light of His presence, He will reveal truth versus falsehoods, good versus evil, and right versus wrong. He will show hidden sins and hidden mysteries. Then we'll be even more ready to live a radical life for Jesus. Living a radical life for Jesus means believing that God is omnipresent. You enjoyed today's episode. If you know anyone who could benefit from hearing about God's wonderful attributes, please share these podcasts with your family and friends. If you have a question about any of our podcasts, please email us at brickandrobinmo@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're trying to make it as convenient for you as possible. Next time, we'll be talking about the letter P. Talk to you then.